Hi, readers. I'm Jordan. And I'm Katie. And welcome to Not Another Heroine, the podcast where we break down the best and worst fictional heroines, those swashbuckling ladies who have to work a little harder than expected for their happy ending. Want to see what's next on our TBR list? Subscribe to us on YouTube or follow us on Instagram for a sneak peek at upcoming content or to help us pick our next book. It's the pick of the week. Pick of the week. I was not expecting that. I needed like a different uh, genre, I think. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, it's been a while. Yeah. Trying uh, to keep it diverse. Yeah. So uh, we missed picks of, picks of the week. I know. It's been a month-ish. Ooh. Maybe more. Ooh. I know. I'm guilty. <laughs> so am I. But we're back with picks of the week. And, and we sound not sick. Uh, Yeah. It's probably going to last for maybe a week. Uh, probably. Or two. Um, Then the dead of winter is going to hit and we're going to die. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of winter. Yes. <laughs> that was a bad sick. That was <laughs> very adorable. I appreciate it. Uh, I, I tried. Uh, so this pick of the week is the... Ooh. 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 <laughs> words hello microphone i haven't i haven't seen you in a while the lion in winter by james goldman it sounds like a fantasy and i know it's not it it is not not anywhere (laughs) close this is an unusual pick of the week for us mostly because we didn't pick it Mm -mm. our dear friend rob bought three copies of this book um and insisted that we read it so i was the one the first copy came in i got it and i finished it in about an hour and Mm -hmm. a half or so and that's because it's not a book it's a screenplay or yeah oh it's a screenplay you didn't know no <laughs> wait is there a difference between screenplays and regular plays uh or are they just called the same it's, thing it's the written form of the like would all plays be called screenplays or I, does it have it's to be the, something? it's the script i think Oh my god, I I'm questioning reality right I, now. <laughs> I am in another universe right now. Please continue. Um, okay, I'm just going to stick with screenplay and then Google this later. <laughs> there have been two movies, and there was obviously a stage production based on the screenplay. The first movie came out in the 60s, I think, had Catherine Hepburn, Peter O'Toole, which means nothing to Katie here. Nope, nope. Uh, oh wait, uh, Audrey Hepburn. Yes. Katherine Hepburn. Oh, nope. Same era. <laughs> Phenomenal woman. She's really cool if you've never heard of her. Um, and she's different than Audrey Hepburn. Very. She's a different character type. She's she's a cool actress. She was way ahead of her time. Nope. Doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Didn't you? Um, and then, okay, so there was another movie later on with Glenn Close of Cruella DeVille fame. She played in like the early 90s, 101 Dalmatians. <gasps> oh, oh, okay. Yeah, there okay. we go. Found okay. a reference for Katie. Um, <laughs> and, and here we go. And the the other male lead is played by the dude from Star Trek. Bald, go- bald dude. What's his nope. name? Lost me again. Oh, God. <laughs> I have seen zero I'm, movies. I'm trying. That's a TV show. <gasps> Star Trek. I rest my case. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, so uh, to further clarify, I haven't watched either of these movies because I wanted to treat this like like a book mm, and mm-hmm. kind of do our review based on just the written form. It is so good, so good, mm. but nothing happens. I I know. Interesting. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the reason mm. the reason we're talking about this pick of the week on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving is because this this story is kind of like a historical dinner party. Uh. So it revolves around Eleanor of Aquitaine and Henry II and their three sons, 
Jeffrey, John, and Richard. Um, you should know Richard and John, Richard the Lionheart from Robin Hood. Oh, shit. That, oh. So this story is about their parents. Oh, fuck. Um, I am not a history um, nerd. I don't know much about it. I I know the names vaguely. Um, but Rob recommended this to us based solely on the dialogue. It is so tightly written, so funny. It is the best banter. But basically, these two parents, Eleanor and Henry, hate each other. (laughs) And they're in their 50s, I want to say 50s and 60s. And Henry has imprisoned Eleanor in like a castle. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Uh, because like they're always going at it like he's got he's got a side piece oh oh my god Uh, the side piece is a character and they all gather he releases her from her castle prison for christmas and they all kind of come together as a family including the side piece who his wife helped raise oh the audacity i know but like it's weird because eleanor and side piece have a really like mother-daughter style relationship (laughs) (laughs) it's it's so yeah this is Um, awesome but so it's a quick read it's 90 something pages so but it's basically eleanor and henry fighting over who is going to inherit the throne because and i didn't know this um primo oh my god i can't say this word primogenitor it's the term used to describe when the oldest son oldest child inherits the estate i didn't know that or was a inherits word. the monarchy mm. um so that wasn't a thing um at this time in mm. history if it's accurate because i'm not sure I don't know <laughs> so it it was up for grabs basically any of the three sons could inherit the throne from henry oh. and so they're all like going at it so you have john the youngest who's 16 during this play you have um and he's kind of like the spoiled youngest child mm-hmm. typical you have <laughs> Joffrey, who, not Joffrey of Game of Thrones, <laughs> but he's like the intellectual puppeteer who's mm-hmm. manipulating everyone. Uh-huh. He's very fun. And then you have Richard, who's like the big badass general warrior, who's like, I'm the biggest, I'm the baddest, like, of course I'll be the next king, because it's Richard the Lionheart, of course. He was played as a lion in the uh, Disney version. I know. <laughs> I know. So, um, but the reason, and the second thing is the reason this was recommended to us, aside from the banter, the dialogue, just the excellent aspects of character development that occur is because rob said that this is one of the strongest female heroines well female heroine heroine a little redundant on my part there uh the the strongest like female character protagonist he's ever read and i would agree oh eleanor is a badass bitch in this (laughs) book uh she's witty she's smart she's basically pulling all the strings in the background she knows how to she's always one step ahead of henry who's a very smart man in his own right and she's always three steps ahead of her sons who are just dipshit sometimes (laughs) this is so awesome it was it was delightful to read it was just a nice like escape to like sit in and it says something about the quality of the dialogue and the writing that you don't really need any description like there's very few plays that are you can read and enjoy and immerse yourself in and feel like you know the characters oh my god i'm out of breath i'm I mean, so excited there's about like book. barely books that can do that like i think it just kind of speaks in 90 pages you can establish everyone's personality everyone's like wants and desires. yeah like, i'm like baffled like 90 pages book? just dialogue and a scene description and you have a really good read on let's see at least six characters holy shit 
fascinating. <laughs> so it's not for everyone. I don't expect a lot of people to like go out and buy this screenplay, read it. It's very, I mean, it's random, right? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, that Rob. That's true. This uh, does feel very like pulled out of a hat. <laughs> yeah. But I do recommend it as a, as like a baseline. Like this is what good dialogue should yeah. be. This is what character development can be if it's written concisely, if mm-hmm. it's written well, if the characters are well thought out. It's just, it's awesome. And nothing happens. They have dinner, they fight, they reconvene, they fight again, they seem to make up. And then like, it, it all comes down to it where Henry and Eleanor are like, yep, um, I'm going to go back to my castle. Um, I'm going to keep letting the boys fight over the throne. And I'll see you next year. Oh like, my God. Uh, so it's just like Thanksgiving. I mean, it's a Christmas special. <laughs> um, there are some absolutely delightful quotes. Like there's probably a quotable thing on every single page here. Um, But let me pull out a few of them. And I'm curious your opinion on one, Mm -hmm. because I'm not sure, I'm not sure how to feel about it. Oh. Uh, Because in the scene descriptions for the screenplay, they'll they'll give like what the actor should look like if they're going to play this part. Oh, okay. Um, And so they're describing what the actress should like present herself as. Um, and this for is, Eleanor? This is for Eleanor, who's like 60. Um, <laughs> and it says, finally, she is that most unusual thing, a genuinely feminine woman thoroughly capable of holding her own in a man's world. Hmm. How do you think about that? I don't know, because it's both like a little bit like patriarchal misogynist, but it's also such a like succinct description of that kind of person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That like... It feels grody, but I also can perfectly imagine that kind of woman. Like, yeah. So, like, what does wow. what does feminine mean? Yeah. Um. I think that's huh. that's the conundrum there. Yeah. But like, I I know. Like, we both know what that what yeah. that kind of woman looks like. Um. So they're almost the women who have figured men out in like throw it back at them but they do it in such a feminine way that like they never they they never know yeah and they're like confused by it like it's such a fun character but i feel like they're kind of rare because they're not always done well Mm -hmm. but like i that's exact like i wish i could be someone like that but i am (laughs) new (laughs) I think that also comes with life experience because, again, Eleanor Mm -hmm. is, you know, she's the mother, I think, of six, like, grown children. Like, she's been a queen for 30 plus years by Mm -hmm. the time, like, at at this setting. Teaches you a thing or two. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So there's also, so I loved this particular quote from Eleanor. And I think it's probably about two thirds of the way through. (gasps) Oh, have you seen Suits? No. Oh, God. I've been on this, like, horrible binge thing. But if you watch Suits, I feel like that describes Jessica. She's, like, a partner at the law firm, wears beautiful, like, uh, business casual all the time, looks glamorous 100% of the time. But she's a partner at one of the, like, top law firms in New York, and she just destroys people on a daily basis, and men never know how to react around her. That is Eleanor. That is, like, oh, a modern day. It's just one of those, like, women that can, like... No, I'm okay. And men are like, uh, like, what do you mean? Like, you're beautiful and I'm attracted <laughs> to you, but why? I feel controlled right yeah. now and I don't know why. It's like, wait a second. A hundred percent. Yeah. I need to watch this now. Uh-huh. Huh. It's kind of repetitive, but the first couple bits are good. But please continue. <laughs> okay. 
Well, that kind of tracks with this quote. So again, this is coming from a woman who's supposed who has a lot of life experience, and so she's talking about um, she and Henry are are talking with each mm. other, and they're kind of like going back and forth as they do throughout this entire play. And she says, I don't much care. In fact, I wonder, Henry, if I care for anything. I wonder if I'm hungry out of habit and if all my lusts, like passions in a poem, aren't really recollections. Uh-huh. Yeah, it m- makes you think a little bit. Oh, my God. It's a little bit dark. <laughs> and then finally, one last quote for, for this pick of the week. It's from Henry. And if this is not a quote for a Not Another Heroine podcast, <laughs> I don't know what is. And he says... I could have conquered Europe, all of it, but I had women in my life. <laughs> Bro. I know. Mm. I like stuff like that because it can be read two ways. So on the one hand, it can be interpreted like, oh, you know, women are keeping me from reaching my full potential, et cetera, et cetera. But I think it also could be read that, like, they're keeping them from being stupid and egotistical mm-hmm. and, like, you don't need to conquer all of Europe. like. Do you really want to take that all on? So it's this fun, like, I don't know, implication of, like, they're both keeping you from doing something stupid and, like, unnecessary and murdering, you know, a lot of people. But also, like, ah, women, nag, nag, nag. <laughs> it's like, no, we're just keeping you from. We're, yeah. <laughs> like, we can let you think you're. this is all you're doing. Yep. But really? <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Women are awesome. <laughs> So this stu- this story is kind of tough to come up with uh, three similar books because it's not a book. Um, I don't even think I've read any other like plays. You've read Shakespeare. <sighs> Against my will. <laughs> I a Midsummer's Night Dream made zero sense. I mean, it, the whole thing is a fever dream. It it <laughs> is a acid trip. I think is what it is <laughs> oh. uh, for for real. Exciting. Okay. I think I've read. Have I read any other outside of like mandatory reading in school? I don't Ew. think I've read a lot of screenplays. I don't think so either. Um, yeah. So this is the first. <laughs> it's excellent. I don't know that I would reread it, but it is so quotable. That's fair. And I just, I urge any of you readers to just read a page just so you see what like good back and forth dialogue can be mm-hmm. and just get a sense of like how much character development you can do in 90 pages with with good writing because there's been a lack of good writing recently. Yeah. It's kind of fun because this is basically um, in the fan fiction world, a one shot where it's just one scene or one story, uh, no intention of any other scenes in the same universe. It's just, this is what it is. Here you go. Oh yeah. It's a one shot for my fanfic people who don't read screenplays like myself. (laughs) That's yeah. Fair. So doesn't need any recommendations. We'll close it out here. We hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving if mm-hmm. you are in the U.S. and celebrating or even abroad celebrating. Or a Friendsgiving. Yes, Friendsgiving. Which are so much fun. The food is sometimes better. I honestly, <laughs> God. You're right. And more like conscious of like uh, um, preferences and like things people can't always have. Yeah. So how is your... This might be a personal question, but how is your um, Thanksgiving going to be with your... Yeah. Mm. Um, For our uh, readers, I don't eat gluten. 
and not um, not by choice she nope, literally nope. cannot eat gluten <laughs> nope i get i like blow up like a doll and uh not a good doll nope nope um so it's always questionable but they have some like good gluten-free alternatives but um weirdly my parents are less receptive to changes than my partner's parents they're always like oh my god like what do we get you? And I'm like, no, please don't. I'm not an inconvenience. Aww, I know. So sweet. But, but also like, your parents. I know. <laughs> There's some childhood drama there, but yeah. Um, so it's not fun. So if you have friends or family members that have like uh, food dietary restrictions, just like be nice to them. Listen to them. <laughs> like it's I would eat the stuffing if I could. <laughs> oh, that makes me so sad <sighs> that you can't eat stuffing. Yeah. And Death to you all who call it dressing. Ew. Because <laughs> dressing is like salad dressing. Right? Well, yeah. So some, I think the difference. <laughs> and that was aggressive. I, I, don't, I don't truly mean death to you all if you call it dressing. Dressing goes outside the bird. Stuffing goes inside the bird. Is that the difference? I think so. My family has called it stuffing no matter yeah. where it goes. <laughs> so Because we don't put stuffing in the turkey. I mean, they might, but stuffing is like a side dish. Yeah, that's what, like, we, yeah. We so why would you call it dressing? I don't I know. I am bamboozled. Dressing. It's weird. Oh. Do you have a favorite Thanksgiving? Uh, Sweet potatoes with oh, marshmallows fair. on top. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> blasphemy. Marshmallows? What? No. Oh, Jordan. No. No, 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 marshmallows. no marshmallows. Marshmallows and, marshmallows and, and potatoes on top. do not belong together. <laughs> what do you put this on yours? This is not a happy relationship. Marshmallows and sweet potatoes? Yeah. No, you you it's brown sugar, pecans, butter. Pecans. pecans. Nuts. Yes. It's crunchy. The sweet potatoes are soft. You get the sweetness from the brown sugar. It's delicious. Oh, you are going to be distraught at our work Thanksgiving party. Oh my god. There are going to be marshmallows on those sweet taters. <laughs> sweet taters. Oh my god. Um Ah, well, uh, you just witnessed the end of Jordan and I's culinary friendship. We can't friendship. talk anymore. Nope. Mm -mm. <laughs> well, uh, from... Oh, from Jordan's shelf. Oh, it yours. is my shelf. Uh, <laughs> we'll see you on the next page. <laughs> <laughs>